Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Good morning, video games. Welcome to Filthy Casuals, a podcast about video games hosted by three very kind and knowledgeable boys. Thank you for joining us. You have myself, Tommy Daslo, sitting across from me in his work attire. It's Ben Vanell. Welcome to the only show that dares ask the question, where's Tommy been? <laughs> in the air for 14 hours. Yeah. Fuck. The jet lag has kicked in mm. and I'm feeling pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Also joining us, uh, you know him from. <laughs> He's not a guest. <laughs> no, I'm just trying to remember where I know him from because oh. the jet lag's kicked yeah. in and I can't remember his name. Right. It's Adam Knox. Hey, the only show that asks a question, what that mouth do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, now, yes, I was just in the States doing gigs and a lot of people asked uh, about uh, the show, a lot of filth fans who I met after the Dum Dum shows that we were doing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, a lot of, a lot of yanks just... Wanting to know more about Adam Knox, just <laughs> just a you're like an Australian oddity to them. Really? Like I think we're already us as Australians, we're already fascinating to the mm. Americans, and then you just take it to the next level. <laughs> you, you just know take what I mean? the cake. Like you're fascinating here. So imagine <laughs> what you're like to them. <laughs> I feel ob- objectified. I'm going to come back at them with the kind of fury and fire that I <laughs> actually. You know what? That's a joke that may age poorly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna. Yeah, I got asked. Um, yeah, I, I got asked on three separate occasions about the. Scooter incident. Oh no! Nice. Yeah, right. Uh, like, ask it, re-asked for my take. I'm like, it's on record. We went through this. <laughs> I don't want to have to. I don't want this to be my Groundhog Day, where everywhere I go, I have to relive that banal conversation <laughs> that you and I had about a scooter that you found on a roof. Well, hello to everyone over in America. Mm-hmm. I um, how, how you doing? I would As hope you guys say, how you going? Like Joey. No, what does he say? He how says, how you doing? He says, how you doing? He says, how you doing? How you going? And Ben, I don't know if you'll consider this a, a compliment or an insult, but yes. uh, you, you are not fucked enough to be directly singled out <laughs> by any of the Americans that I met. No, that's fair. That's, that's how I like it. I slide under the radar. And then... Those oh. are the ones you've really got to watch out for. Oh, boy. He was always quiet, except for all the screaming I heard come from his apartment. Mm. I love Screamo. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of half-jokingly put a thing on our Facebook. Did I mention this last week? Uh, when I was in New York saying that I was going to do a meet and greet in Central Park if anyone was keen. Mm. You only say that you did that half-jokingly because no one showed up. <laughs> kind of, yeah. But, no, well, yeah, it was like, this is a joke, but if people say that they're keen, I will go and do it. Yeah. Right. So is it still a joke? I don't yeah. know. But I didn't just... even want a birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just all people going, oh, I'm at work. Yeah. Oh, why don't you come to this part of the city instead? <laughs> it's like people wanting me to go door-to-door of the offices of all the people who listen to us in New York, yep. which, yeah. So it was 
sad that didn't pan out. Again, cause... someone saying, if you come here, I'll meet you. That's saying, I don't want to come here. I'll meet you. <laughs> yeah. I was, I'm I was... at work, so if you come here, I'll have to see you. I was I'm... disappointed that no madmen had the absolute stones to just ab- just throw the address up in the feed and just <laughs> let me go for it. Because I, I w- if someone had offered up their address and <laughs> given me the directions for how to get there on public transport yes. and offered to reimburse me for the subway ticket, mm. I would have done it in a second. <laughs> I would have absolutely done it. I if love your commitment. <laughs> if you're stupid enough to be thinking of doing that, don't put your address on the internet because <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to show up and I'm going to say that I live there and then the cops are going to say, prove that you live here and I'm going to say the address and they're going to go, fuck, he's got us dead to rights. <laughs> yeah, so just go to, uh, what is it, Cardigan Street? What number is it, Knox? Uh, don't say my address. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make um, it easy for you. You don't have to go anywhere. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't believe People I will look that up <laughs> People keep telling us To do it like A fucking live stream In my house oh, yeah. Do you know how like Unsettling that is Yeah Someone's saying like Film your house, mate. Go on, not your house, mate. I'm saying, like, mate, film <laughs> well, your that, house. No, but that is unsettling. Yeah, yeah someone's saying that. You, you don't have a housemate, so yeah. that's even weirder. Well, yeah, <laughs> it's you in a wig in a rocking chair <laughs> in the corner of the room. Um, yeah, I. It was it was thrilling to be in a country where uh, amoeba are even harder to find than they are here. The Splatoon two ones that had come out the day before I left there for there couldn't find them anywhere. Yeah. You would have yeah. a huge thrill going to Antarctica. <laughs> Very difficult to find amoeba there. You reckon? Uh, you can find the penguin one real easily. <laughs> yeah, the ice climbers are yeah. everywhere. Well, I'm going to jump ahead very quickly, but speaking of the penguin, uh, someone emailed us a question, which we will get to later. Yeah. But then as a PS in the email, they put, they just ask us a question that's, you know, it's a fine question. Yep. It's it's not a game changer, but it's it is. It's a question. fine question. But then at the end, they just chuck in, fun fact, my uncle did the voice acting and motion capture for the penguin in the Arkham VR experience. Oh, wow. That is really fun. Send us an email all about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then his email question is just something like, what's your favorite game? Was it so? <laughs> no, no, get rid of that. Who's that from? Oh, Samuel DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> That's exciting. <laughs> so Danny's back. <laughs> yeah. So, so two things. Danny's come back for the VR experience. Yeah, yeah. This is the first we've heard of it. No, no, no. And I think the catch line for the Batman VR experience was Danny's back. <laughs> <laughs> but also, he doesn't he doesn't bother to say my uncle is Danny DeVito. Mm. He just lists one obscure credit <laughs> that his uncle has done. <laughs> I mean, it is my one. uncle. <laughs> in terms of this show, it is the credit that we're most interested in. To yes. be fair, yes. Has Danny DeVito done any other video game stuff? I don't know if he would have done mm. any at all. He would have been there. They made video games of Batman Returns. He'd be one of those yeah. guys that you see is like a voice in a game. And they interview him about it and he's just there going, I had no idea what the <laughs> fuck this was. Yeah. My nephew like forced me into doing it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, wonderful stuff. <laughs> Thanks for hey, you know what? If you've got family members that did interesting video game stuff, yeah. let us know. Yep. Let's do a new family tree segment. Okay. What do you think about that, Knox? I yeah, sure, man. It like Everyone is someone's family, so I don't really care. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? But, <laughs> but surely you care more if they're involved in video games. I guess, but like, what would be better? Somebody emailing you saying, "Pizza Hut's son." Someone saying, "Hey, my dad is the guy who did this thing." Like, oh, cool. You're a stranger, though. Still, what's the I most only want to meet people I've already met. <laughs> what's the most God. impressive thing that someone in your family has done? Uh, well, apart I, from give birth to you, <laughs> I won class clowns in 2006. <laughs> um, I don't know. My my dad used to um, uh, design missiles. That's pretty cool. That's yeah. great. See, I don't know your dad, and I think that's interesting. Yeah. My dad's name, Albert Einstein. 
I don't think it is, Tommy. No, Malbert. Malbert Einstein. I stand, I stand yeah. by him. Malbert Einstein. I don't think his name's Malbert Einstein at he, all. He was really close to being a genius, but he just he wrote M E equals M M C. Go on, Go on Mark. So M then that squared. must mean that your name Puts is an M before everything except so for Einstein. That must mean that your name is Madam Einstein. Yeah, I hate this riff. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't good, but gosh darn it, we gave it our best. <laughs> um, so we wanted to follow up on a. I've got jet lag too. <laughs> <laughs> you just listen to way too much of the band Jet. <laughs> oh, so you've got jet lag as well. <laughs> yeah, your body clock thinks it's 2017, but your humor clock thinks it's 1982. <laughs> um, so we wanted to follow up on a couple of things from last week that we talked about. Now, yeah. now Ben, you you sat you sat you sat there last week. You listened to me talk about Cave Story. Mm. You listened to Knox talk about Tacoma. Yep. And you and the little the little gears started turning in your head. And you <laughs> yep. thought, and I thought to myself, like two pretty good games. This gives me an idea. I'm going to quit the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is so boring. <laughs> no, um, yeah, I played both of those games. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to say that they're both great. Um, you have to I say have that. To. Yeah, it's right. part of my contract. Okay. Um, no, I I completely agree with your take on Tacoma Knox. Like it's it's hard to explain why it's it's um so like enthralling, but it just is. The the writing is good enough that you're like, yeah, I really want to know what's going on here. Yeah. The atmosphere is great. The visual design I really really like. Um, and it yeah, totally it kind of works. Yeah. Everything just, about it draws you in. Yeah. 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 And it's and it's just it's basically a film or something. Totally. But there's something about being so in that space, being able to pick up little sh- cans and shit yep. and look at them in detail. Yeah. And because the, all the characters are quite well drawn in terms of the writing, you want to pick up the guitar that they were playing in the hologram. You want to learn more about their yep. history. You want to figure out what's going on and not. So much in like a what's the mystery, like what's the solution? Just in a like, I'm interested in these people. Yeah, same way. If you go for a hike, you pick up a leaf or whatever. Totally. Or you <laughs> ask about people's family members and what they've done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I think I'm going to try and play this this week. Yeah. And then I'll give my thoughts about it next week's episode. <laughs> okay. And then the week after that, Knox, you can give your thoughts on it again. Yeah. Three and week all retrospective. All we do <laughs> on this show from now on is we just go around in a circle Imagine talking about Tacoma. <laughs> so we've, we've moved on from Nintendo then, I yes. guess. Yes, yes. Imagine speaking about the same game again and again every week. <laughs> oh, by the way, with Zelda this week, I've... Uh, <laughs> Played it again? Played it. Actually, I did. I uh, yeah. Well, but who gives a fuck? Well, hey, yeah. I'm going to talk about that a little bit later. <laughs> I'll something I prepared earlier <laughs> on Tacoma. It is a little less engaging than Firewatch for me. I don't know if it's like the fact that you're in space. You are kind of like f- the the actual physical pace that you move at is slow. And the, the pace that the story unfolds at is slow. You kind of rewind stuff. It's, yeah. It, there's and it's definitely not as um, linear or like yep. as, as yeah paced or... Um, ben, keep of. giving your thoughts so that Knox can take his jacket off because he's struggling <laughs> to hold the mic and get his arm out of the I, sleeve. I started worrying that it would make little scratchy noises on the <laughs> microphone. Like this is at least the fourth time this has happened on the podcast <laughs> yes. where you've taken an item of clothing off and we felt the need to commentate it Yeah. <laughs> but also you like you cut into me reviewing a game to just keep talking about a game you've already talked about while taking off your jacket. Yeah, you did it, you it's on? because it's hard to... It like <laughs> I was taking the jacket off with one hand, so inevitably 
inevitably you're going to look like Mr. Bean <laughs> fucking trying to take it off real You were, real you were at the little dum-dum club the other week and you started tying your shoes up before we'd finished recording because you I? wanted to get out of there immediately. <laughs> That's rude. We were wrapping it up and you couldn't hold the mic and tie your shoe up at the same time and we had to go, there's like a minute left. Like, just, <laughs> like you can do this in a minute. <laughs> he just wants to make a quick exit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want every activity to slightly overlap with the next one that I do. <laughs> just slightly inconvenience everyone you work yeah. with. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah, I, I co- got to go in. Is it, it exp- what? What is it expensive? No, 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 no. It's okay. like twenty bucks, something like that. It's one of these yeah. little, and it's a. Is it an easy finish? Like it's a. Oh yeah, it's a few hours. Oh four, cool, great. Four yeah. or five okay. hours. Yeah. All right. Cool. I, 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 think that you might not get into it. It is quite slow paced. You have to kind of, okay. you have to like the movie two thousand and one. Like it's very, it's all of that aesthetic and yeah. just yeah, you kind of have to go with. You the think flow. I don't like a space odyssey? Uh, I don't like that movie. Really? Yeah. Now, here we go. This is huge. So you like the Open big the short and you don't like 2001 A Space Odyssey. I don't like 2001. It's so fucking slow. Yeah. It's it's really slow. and yeah. like Some I, of us have an attention span. <laughs> not me, baby. <laughs> anyway, what's that over there? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. I, it's, and also, none of that shit happened in 2001. <laughs> <laughs> it's so inaccurate. That's the only criticism I agree with. <laughs> Um, so yeah, Tacoma, good, but fuck, if you need a fast-paced game, you okay. may, that may not be uh, enough for you. Okay. Have you played Gone Home? No. I would say maybe give that a shot first, because okay. that's good as well, and it's like a lot more of a real um, personal story oh, yeah but it's and it's told in a similar fashion where you're just walking through this house okay in like the mid 90s yeah yeah and uh you've come home after a few years and you're finding out about what's happening to your family and the time in between right and okay. this story like unfolds and it's really it's 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 good and it's only like two hours long yeah uh and i reckon that's worth playing too so okay Cool. Give that a shot. So that's seven hours of my week that's taken up now. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks a lot. That's one work day, Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you Tacoma, similar kind of vibe to Firewatch based on what you were saying? Kind of, yeah. A little okay. bit less um, fake tension, I guess mm. you would say. Um, but yeah, just as interesting in a similar style of okay. gameplay. Yeah. Cool. yeah. Right. Better writing. Yeah. Uh, Better acting. I disagree with the acting. I think the writing is probably better because of this, like the way it's telling the story is inherently something that I don't really engage with usually. Like the everyone's gone to the rapture was the same yeah. thing. You're walking around and holograms are talking to you. And it's kind of flashbacks as well, which is yeah. always a little... Yeah. yeah. But the writing in this is good enough to, to hook at least me in. So that was cool. Cave Story Plus, I also went in on, on the Nintendo Switch. Mm-hmm. Um Fucking like I've been playing a lot of this. Yeah, it's so it's really addictive. It's so simple. Like yeah. the gameplay is simple. The storytelling is like the right kind of vague, where you're like getting hints and things, and you just want to learn it's, more. It's cool how I always thought Cave Story was a really dumb name for it for, <laughs> yeah. a, for any game, yeah. not even really knowing anything about it. But it really is. This whole story is kind of unfolding. In this cave that you're just in as a stranger, <laughs> I and I knew that that's what you were going to say. Yeah, that still makes it sound really stupid. I'm yeah. too tired to try and work my way out of it. But, but it really is a cave yeah. story. I watched the Hunt for Red October the other day. They should have called it Submarine Story. <laughs> <laughs> and and at first, if it was called Submarine Story, you might think that's a dumb name. But guess what, boys? <laughs> it is in a submarine. It's, in a, it's not a doco, so it is a story. <laughs> yes. Um, it's not a maths equation. It is a story. <laughs> yes. Um, but I mean more the fact that. It's like this. This is just kind of happening, and you just happen to be there for it. Yes, and your character yeah. is kind of influencing a little bit. Like yep. the characters are kind of asking you to go off and do stuff. Yeah, but you still get the sense that this this whole thing is like 
pre-existed before you got there and totally. this kind of bigger thing that you've just kind of stumbled onto. Yeah. And the whole mechanics, some of some of the dynamic of the world is kind of gradually explained to you, but for mm. the most part, it's just it it feels like yeah, it, it feels even though it is very simplistic, it still feels mm. very fleshed out. Yeah, totally. The, yeah, the level design is really great. Yes. and and very complex. I, I mean, I can't. There's a lot of like you get put in these areas and then you just really have to. It really explore every nook and cranny of them. You know what? Yeah. It kind of reminds me a bit of like a bit of like a Mario sixty four Banjo Kazooie kind of approach. Metroid. Yeah, it's very much Metroid. So yeah, you have it's, to kind of really scour every part. Yeah. Well, it's and it's like to boil it down. It's like you start at one end, you get to the end, you have a new thing, you go back to the other end, and then yeah. you can get to the new area. Yeah, exactly. It's basically, new that. item opens new door. Yeah. Essentially. And yeah. I will Metroid. say th- this probably is more to me just being shit at games than anything else but there are a lot of points just before you finish a sentence I will say yes it is because of that too I would like to cut in and agree (laughs) there are a lot of points where I find myself kind of walking around and going back and forth around the area going where the fuck is this thing yeah and then and that's just in his house while he's playing the game (laughs) (laughs) that's Ah. me looking down my trousers um (laughs) there's, there's a lot of points where it and it turns out all I needed to do was go and talk to a character yeah. that I'd already talked to before, yeah. but because I've done this one thing different, they now are going to offer up different information or trigger an event. Yeah. And I will say that sometimes that's not always made clear. No. Like it's just me going, yeah, that's all right, I'll just go and talk to every fucking thing yeah. then. But, but and as yeah. soon as it works, it's like, you fuck, it was there, all, it was that thing all along. But, but, but being, then it also yeah. it is very satisfying because it's like, oh, cool, now I'm through that. Totally. Story. Being someone who's played a lot of uh, role playing games, mm-hmm. you just like, that's just yeah. what you do. You talk to every single NPC over and over and over, hoping to I'm unlock I'm starting the next to realize thing. that's probably more to do with me and the games I play and how I play yeah. them. So I have yeah. started it's, now in each area, kind of really making sure it's like, yeah. okay, well, I've got to go, I'll just go back through this bit every single, yeah. every single little bit it's of It's very it. old fashioned designed. Because yeah. yeah. you have to keep in mind, this is like a thirteen-year-old game yep. that was based on games that were ten years old at the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but and it's also, amazing how it still feels. Fre- it still yeah. feels. Oh, fresh, a- absolutely. Like- That's the other thing. Like it feels. It feels like it was a game made today. Yeah. With all of the knowledge of the past twenty years. Yeah. Paying homage to those kind of games. Are you up to yeah. the finding collecting the dogs? No, no, right. no, no. I've just cu- kind of teleported to the next area. Why are you collecting dogs? Who let them out? Oh shit! That's like that song. <laughs> Whoops! <laughs> what if it turned out the whole game was just that's the question that the game is trying to answer? The final boss are all the Baja men. It, okay, name all the Baja men. Uh, okay, Larry, Curly, Mo. Um, That'd be called Dog Story. <laughs> it, it is interesting that it's, called, that it's called Cave Story, and it's this like really deep story that you don't know the full extent of when you go in mm. and it's not revealed to you but as you explore it more you find out all these little bits okay. almost as though yes. it were a mm. butthole <laughs> butthole story <laughs> is that the sequel that that guy's working on just that one dude by yeah. himself that's the other thing too that is really cool that it it you know not that I think the knowledge of how a game was made should influence your enjoyment of mm. it but the fact that it's just like one guy yeah I mean, it's now a team has kind of fleshed it out and yep. like graphically upscaled and stuff. But yeah, and, and it, that really comes across that it is just, which I love seeing at the moment. Just you can tell it's just one dude who just fucking loves video games. Like, yeah. it's never super super overt, but there's definitely things where you can go, oh, that's 
that's definitely like Zelda. Like that's yes. the way some of the NPCs kind of talk to you and stuff. You yeah. go, that's very kind yep. of villagery in Zelda's. And Same with things like Undertale as well. That yeah, that, yeah. Like, or Terry thing. Like I think we said this last week is really cool. Yeah, yep. and be- and like be- the thing of beefing up the weapons and them being able to then them degrading if you oh take that damage yes is that, so that mechanic it's just it's perfect yeah. it's it's so simple but it yeah it just it fits perfectly with all the the combat the enemies everything about it the and platforming because there's a certain have you got the machine gun I've got no I've got uh rocket launcher and the flamethrower all oh, right well yeah. the, so the the machine gun when you've got it on level three yeah. you can shoot it into the ground and it'll propel you oh, so you right, can basically right. ju- you can basically fly it's like yeah. a jetpack do you remember yeah. jetpack joyride fucking yeah. great game yeah, it's yeah. love that yeah Amazing game. Yeah. So Greg's but, brother made that. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I said I wasn't interested in people's families, but it turns out <laughs> I always have been. <laughs> we got to get Greg Larson in here, by the way. Yes. He's been saying that for ages. But anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah. So that, and so that, like, beyond just it being a more powerful weapon, yeah. it, it, that changes the stakes too, because yeah. you can get around so easily. And then you take that hit of damage that scales you down to level two. Yeah. And it's like, fuck, now. Oh, so then it's like frantically, fuck, I need to get more of those pellets to yeah. get this up to just make it a bit easier. You know what? There's been a kind of a trend the past well, six, seven years of these rogue-like games. Yes. Where it's a platforming game where you have a character, you progress a bit, you die, you start again. Yeah. Your character changes to something else with slightly different stats. And you keep going. I really like the fact that this is just like a proper game that yep. with progression, yep. with leveling up, with all yep. that kind of stuff. It's and yeah, like a continuous narrative. Like I just I, I don't like these roguelike games. So yeah. well, speaking of roguelike games, Tommy, yeah, you've been playing one of them, right? Yeah, which I've been playing two of them. Oh shit! What's the Slime Sun? Oh, little slime boy. <laughs> yeah. Well, but, I'll go okay. into that first because sure, I, that yeah. came out... Uh, it, I didn't realise that's what that was. I thought that was more of like a farming... No, mo- no. Wait, so what the it, fuck is slime? Is it the thing where you gather the little slime boys up and you put them in a fence? No. In a, in a box? Okay. That's what you do in your bedroom. That might <laughs> that might be Slime Rancher. I'm thinking. Of. It's a so Slime Sun is a it's a Steam game that's You're thinking now, of Harvest Moon. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a um yeah it's a Steam game that's now on the Switch. It is a pretty distinct visual style. It's all it's like blue, white, green, and red. So very mm-hmm. like limited color palette. And like the American flag in the American Idiot video, I believe that's what that was. <laughs> it's like the cover of the yeah. Toxic Avenger. Um, it's a uh, yeah. So it's 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 interesting. Like it's it's kind of it's uh, doing that dime a dozen retro eight yep. bit graphic kind of style. Sure. Is it called Slime Sun? S A N. Yeah, like oh, slime, like okay. Because if you type in slime S O N, you don't get you don't get that. <laughs> <laughs> You're still on the family tip, Slime Sun. Slime Sun. You think people's relatives are boring, and now you're just sitting here telling us <laughs> stuff that comes up when you Google something that I didn't say. <laughs> Did you, <laughs> you Google lemon party before? It's <laughs> pretty crazy what you get. Do you want to join the pen club? Um, <laughs> it, so yeah, I, I like it because it's as much as we talk a lot about this this retro kind of eight bit graphics or a dime a dozen. Yeah, it, it's it's sort of an interesting take on that. Where Shovel Knight, something like Shovel Knight, adheres to it very strictly, where it's kind of going. This is it's gonna try and look as much like yeah. only something that could be displayed on the screen at the time. Yeah. Yep. Um, this is kind of using that aesthetic, but then 
the scale of what's on the screen is huge. So just right. like no way it could have been done. On, it almost on that looks kind like of. one of those old like three eight six kind of old PC yeah. games, like yeah. a DOS game. Oh yeah. So it not that I've played this game, but I I I, I believe it's sort of similar to uh, Super Meat Boy in terms okay. of it's. Uh, each level is just a single screen, and you're trying to make your way up to the top corner. Your little, your little blob of slime. You can jump. You can slow down time and pass through walls that are the same color as you. And you can dash, which means you can like super jump. You can do it in midair, and, yeah, right. and you can climb up walls and stuff. So you're basically trying to avoid anything red on the screen. Which as you get further and further on, there's more like saws and enemies, and um, you know, like bits of spikes on walls that you can't go near. Yeah, very strong oh, yeah. anti-communist message. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> and so you die. You die a lot to the extent that there is absolutely no fanfare when you die. Like yeah. you die, and then it's like a half a second later, you're just back. That's right. Super Meat so, Boy for sure, which was great. Yeah. Yeah. So it. it really even just becomes, the layout of the levels looks very Super Meat Boy. Yeah. So it really becomes a thing where you are like you get into a like a rhythm where you you know once you've done the level enough times you you know you kind of you know what I mean you kind of go okay you're down here and then you and, and totally sort of getting into that swing of it I, I find very yep. addictive like I find that sort of that little balance and that it becomes like a little dance that you're doing like yep. I kind of really like that aspect of it like yep. as you get. Uh, uh, further and further on with it, um, yeah, it's it's reminding me a bit of like Ghana, which was a game I was um, talking about like a month ago. Yep. But it's that's more shooting, and this is more platformer. And yeah, it definitely like you're saying it's roguelike, so it is like yeah, you you die again and again and again. But there are still kind of levels to get through and stuff, and and you know it's got all the cool little things in it, like these things have now, where you can unlock little costumes for your character or different yeah, looks sure. for him and all that sort of stuff. They're bringing out DLC for it soon. One thing that's going to be in it is a first-person mode, <laughs> which seems oh, wow. fucked and will be unplayable, <laughs> but is just a – I like developers putting in something that it's like, imagine if this thing was in there. Yeah. Yeah. It won't be good, but imagine. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm really. You can tell that you like that philosophy if you've ever seen one of your comedy shows. Very, very good. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Um, I'm happy with it. But yeah, it's it's 15 bucks, so it's kind of cheaper than it's still a lot of your standard um, indie fare that's on yeah. the Switch. And yep. yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd reckon if you're looking for something like if you are looking for a good roguelike sort of platformer thing, sounds uh, like the perfect yeah. thing to play on the bus. Yeah, totally. Yeah, and yeah, like like a lot of these indie stuff. Uh, yeah, I mean, Cave Story is yeah. such a great thing for the Switch. Like, yeah, such a great portable totally uh, experience. So another game, uh, well, a game that we were talking Wait, about. last What do you give it out of five? Uh, Slime Sun. Yeah. Um, I've only played it today, but so far, um, I would say it gets. Three big Adam Knox boogers <laughs> out of five. All right. Are you listening, Metacritic? Update your rankings. I'm going to start rating stuff. I'm going to give Tacoma a four out of five. Wow. Cave Story a 4.5 out of five. I don't want to start rating stuff, but I'm I don't gonna give care. our rating system one out of five. <laughs> so I'm great. start doing rating systems where we kind of just quickly check in the week after because yeah. I definitely do yeah. change from the first couple of days of something to yeah. Con the Fruiterer style. That's what it's going to be. The con the, there's the Con the Fruiterer scale. Yeah, so and you then give the it like Con no, the Fruiterer. Okay, here's what it is. Here's our two rating scales that we give oh out on God. the show. Okay. When the game's just come out, yep. it's the Con the Fruiterer scale because you've only had it for a couple of days. Yes. So you've got to give it like a, a number of melons or whatever out yes. of five. Yes. yes. And then 
And then, uh, and then the next week when we come back, it's the bare naked ladies scale because you've had it for uh, one week. Yes, <laughs> and that's you rating it out yes. of chickity chickity China the yes. Chinese chickens. <laughs> so you've five got Chinese it. chickens out of five. Did you watch the X Files with the lights on? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. No, so that's no. only one of two. It's watching yes. X Files with the lights on, or it's watching X Files with the lights off. <laughs> if you say if if you say chickity China the Chinese chicken, that's five. If you say chickity China the Chinese, that's four. <laughs> And it sounds okay, a bit racist. Brutal. Okay. Chickity China, the chickity China, or just chickity <laughs> is the worst you can get. <laughs> chickity sort of, is the worst. I, I sort of, I, I, I still, I, I like the X Files one, so I, I think yeah. it should be five out of five <laughs> for the first week. Yeah. yeah. And then when we come back, the bare naked lady scale is: Do I still agree with that review? Yeah. Lights on or lights off? Right. Yeah. X Files yeah. with the lights on. <laughs> yep. So you say that's the code where you're like, let me look. I don't. I look. We don't have time to go into it again. But yeah. let me just say. I'm watching X-Files with the lights on. Yeah, great. I'm still going to do Chickity China, the Chinese chicken, but only because I took the time to figure out that that was five (laughs) words. (laughs) The problem with that one is I only will want to ever rate anything the full fives. (laughs) Five out of five. I'm only ever going to want to say Chickity China, the Chinese chicken. What are all of Con the Fruiterer's daughter's names? Maybe that should be. Oh, yeah. yeah. Tula, Fula. Fula. Does he have five of them? He has a gape, but it's pronounced agapi. Agapi, yeah. But it's... (laughs) Whatever. <laughs> no, this is good. This it's is good like, journalism. If we want to go on to the next echelon of journalism. The fact that you said just moments ago, hey, we a bunch of people in America I met who listen to this show and now we're talking about Con the Fruiterer. And Bare Naked Ladies. Yes. That's almost a hit there. Yeah, yeah. But this is it. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm emailing games companies all the time trying to get us on their press list. True. And, they, and you know, they think we're silly. We have to name, re- actually review they stuff. They think the name Filthy Casuals is silly. If I'm now able to back it up with here's our rating system... <laughs> <laughs> we, we do it over two weeks where they're different metric measurements <laughs> and they're both based on pop culture references, yeah. one of which is specific to not only one place but one specific time frame from that place. <laughs> and yeah. then a small group of people who were there for that time as <laughs> <Yeah>. well. <laughs> I don't know if you can even like. There's about three videos of him on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, but they're all absolutely fantastic. <laughs> I give those con the fruiterer videos. The X Files lights on. <laughs> See, it works. No, I'm never going to remember what that means next week. There's not a chance. Listeners, let us know if you like our rating scale. Don't let uh, us know and, because you won't. And, and how you're going to let us know is you're going to say initially. <laughs> How many melons out of five? All right. And then uh, one oh, week later, God. you're going to say, are, the, are you watching the X-Files with <laughs> lights on or off? Let's do a rating system where it's the fastest plane to the slowest plane. So F-16 is a good game. Yep. This is what you sound like. I remember which which video games magazine was it? I couldn't think we of a slow plane. Up that had like all the... The Spruce Moose. All, <laughs> all of the reviewers in this magazine, I can't remember which, it might have been a Nintendo one. They all had like kind of like cartoon... Caricatures of themselves, right. so like that. Oh. Would kind You're of thinking factor of in it. Mad Magazine. <laughs> it was almost like that, where there would be like, you know, and, and it was it perfect. Was pretty- Dark got a what me worry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, here's what the usual gang of idiots think of <laughs> Conker's good fur day. Oh, they've gotten it. They've absolutely spoofed rareware a beauty. Oh. Donkey Kong 69. Yeah. <laughs> That's when we were writing for them. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah there, there was, it was always like a – yeah, the, you, the score would be there and the comment would be there at the end and then there'd be this dumb right. cartoon character of the reviewer. It's like yep. who cares – 
Who cares who this? Who cares which one of the gang this is reviewing the game? Yeah. Anyway, yeah. imagine a video game, a piece of video game content, mainly driven based on the personality of the <laughs> content creators. Yeah, with oh. a caricature somewhere attached to the media. <laughs> <laughs> what a blunder! Um, okay, so to follow up on uh, something we were talking about last week, we were talking about the game, The Binding of Isaac. Yeah. And uh, we were we were all saying it sort of didn't really appeal to us. Mm-hmm. Um, I it, it, this came off the back of me saying. That it was out in the states where I was, you could get it physically, and so yep. I was kind of tempted because it's pretty low risk, so I could on sell it if I didn't like it. So we then we, we talked about how uh, our, our friend, uh, listener of the show, and tech guru Jeremy Webby Webb, yep, is a big fan of the game, mm. and he, I mean, he fucking he leapt out of his little Jimmy jammies, <laughs> flung himself right over to the computer to send us an email, yep. uh, which I will now read. Uh, it opens with. Fuck yeah, Webby is canon. Yes. Uh, read Binding of Isaac as a game. <laughs> he I just joins the hallowed halls of the Con the Fruiterer <laughs> review method <laughs> and some fucking doorbell called Jimmy who we mentioned once but sometimes people still go, where's Jimmy? <laughs> Jimmy the doorbell. We've got to bring back Jimmy the doorbell. What do you yep. mean bring back? He was never here. <laughs> it's never a thing. Uh, okay, He's always slightly so, outside the door. Uh... uh Okay, please, no more interruptions on this email because let me remind you, Webby is canon. It's weird that he wrote that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, so Binding of Isaac, as a game, I just find it so impressive as much as I find it fun. The procedurally generated flaws have rules they need to follow, but I can never really guess anything that's going on with the maps and I genuinely get that feeling sometimes with room spawns that someone is watching me and fucking with me on purpose, which is what I want with this kind of dungeon crawler roguelike game. And I love that they have over 500 odd items in the game that all need to be coded to interact with each other in terms of what they do to your character model, how they affect your character's attributes. It allows you to have these ridiculous combinations, but none of them break the game, and then you have to go again. I'm just so impressed by how simple the game can appear while at the same time knowing the complexities to the code going in the back end to allow this much content to work together. I would recommend it to people. I think it is one of the best made indie games of all time, and every expansion of upgrade they have done to it has improved upon it. So if people haven't played it, the full version on the Switch is going to be the best version to get. Um... Okay, so I bought this game uh, the day before I left the States. It's a piece of shit. <laughs> I, I hated this game. I, I hated it reading so out much. That email in full meant that you were going to completely agree with every point. <laughs> yeah. There was a lot of signposting going on there, but I feel like worth it. Yeah. An email's just come in saying, Dear Filthy Casuals, I'm definitely not going to trip over later. There's no way that I'm going to fall in a comical fashion. Oh, no. <laughs> an email has come in a saying, fuck this. Fell on me. An email has come in saying, fuck this. I don't want to be canon anymore. <laughs> um, I want you to shoot yourself out of a canon for liking this game, Webby. Uh, no, I look, I, yeah, I, I, I played it for a bit on the plane and I, I really wanted to, yeah, make an effort to enjoy it, but... I just can't get past the fact, like I thought would be the case, stylistically, I just hate everything about it. I just find it so unappealing and off-putting. The whole thing of you being in a dungeon and there's like drips of blood everywhere and it's like your character, the the way you attack is through tears, like you shoot your tears at enemies and there's like big piles of shit that come to life and it just – and the whole story is like of the game is – uh, you're you're a little kid. You live with your mum. Your mum watches too much, um, you know, Christian uh, evangelist yeah. stuff on the TV. She becomes convinced that you've been taken over by evil, so she um, 
strips you of everything and then she tries she tries to kill you. You see this in like a little cartoon at the start. She comes up you you with a you with a knife, tries yeah. to kill you, and so you are hiding in the basement from her. And as it turns out, there's even more worse evil stuff in the basement. And I just like it might sound weird because like I'm not a prude by any stretch in terms of the kind of things that I like. I just I find it all. That you, I've seen your search history. <laughs> I just find it really off-putting. You keep typing in slime, son. <laughs> Looking for that. No, I, I typing know. Typing in you... slime party. I. Yeah. I just find it so off-putting. And there's like bits when you die where it'll show you a little thing of you know you're the, you're this little kind of little um, featureless little little kind of child. Yeah. And it'll show you huddled in the dungeon in the cold and you're crying and you're you're remembering all these things of like the really nasty things that you Oh so they've got a webcam you? in my bedroom. <laughs> they've got a webcam in my bedroom. <laughs> we'll be right back after these messages. Um yeah, I just find it I just don't like. It. I just and I know that's I know that's kind of meant to be the point, but it, it yeah. just seems like it's trying to kind of be deliberately juxtapose this kind of awful Horrific kind of imagery, but then in this kind of cute cartoony style, it seems but it a little juvenile. It just doesn't work for me. It just yeah. really doesn't work for me. Yeah, um, I, yeah. I don't. I, yeah, the the palette, everything about it, and I did, and and I don't consider the gameplay mechanics to be enough to hook me in because it right. was, you know, as opposed to I'm saying I like Slime Sun because you die. Again and again and again, but then you're right back in there. I think you'd this like Super Meat Boy, which is by the same guys and is yeah. the same sort of thing. Which yeah. is right. the strange, the strange thing. But this yeah. is like you, you, just it, it dying in this just kind of pissed me off because it just, mm. I, I didn't like. I, I went through a few goes and you know would die and just went. I don't feel any. I don't feel any desire to go back and and keep trying. Like I yeah. just don't care. Yeah. Like I, I'm not, I'm not finding the rooms fun enough. And maybe, I, maybe it's just like I need to. You know, if I spend a bit more time with it, that you know, there's always that moment where it clicks and you go, "Oh, okay, that's what this is." Yeah. But I just, I just can't get past the music. Just everything about it Fuck. is just so a 180 on the kind of stuff that I enjoy mm. aesthetically that I cannot, I couldn't push through it. Yeah, yeah. I'm not it's a, like I, I don't know if I ever talked about it on this. I played a little bit of that game, Drawn to Death, oh, which yeah, was yeah. free on uh, the PlayStation mm-hmm. Plus thing. Yeah. And I hated it for real similar reasons. Yeah, right. Where it the art style was, it's all like uh, it's it's <clears throat> it's like a high schooler's sketchbook. Yeah, and he's drawing these little characters fighting each other, and it's come to life, and you're in it. But the humor in it, especially, is so fucking annoying. Yeah, yeah. where it's this shit of like um, ripped off their head and shit down their neck, yeah. baby. Oh, yeah. God, so like yeah. sub Duke Nukem, like yeah. fucking, and it's. It's almost as though it's trying to be a parody of that. Yeah. And but it isn't. But it isn't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is is really weird. It's I mean it, it's really interesting because yeah, like just how much because there's definitely been things in games where you know, I don't love everything about it stylistically. Like I you, you know, where I kind of go, oh, I think some of the I just wish some of those character designs were a little better. But hey, who cares? I can still get through this. Mm. This sounds dumb, but I remember when we first played the demo of Breath of the Wild, I was like, I hate the font in this. Like, yeah, yeah. The yeah. font really annoyed me. There's, and I was yep. like, I, I honestly at the time was like, I don't know that I'm ever gonna be able to get over this. There's <laughs> a lot of games with bad fonts yeah. for oh, some fun. reason. Yes, absolutely. It just looked like a weird kind of it just seemed too much like a thing you'd see in a word processor. It's like yeah. just in this world felt off. But for the thing of not being able to not being able to enjoy because of uh, uh, um, 
Binding of Isaac because of the style. Yeah. You know, conversely, something like, you know, really loving a style can really get me, can can give me a lot of mileage with a game. Absolutely. Like I've talked about it a lot with Arms, which is by no means perfect and I'm way more prepared to, I'm so prepared to be forgiving of it because I just love how it looks that I'm more than happy to forgive all of its shortcomings, of which there are many. Yeah, my my one for this is No Man's Sky. Right. Like I, yeah, it's like it was, it didn't have a lot going on when it came out. It was pretty simple, pretty repetitive, but my God, like I just loved that colour palette. The The palette, the the, the particular, the music especially, like like if the music in a game is something that I like that goes so far towards totally. getting me into the mood of yeah. the atmosphere of just yeah yeah I agree with that but No Man's Sky is a big one where uh, I don't know why but for me it clicked everything about it I just wanted to be but it's in interesting there. what the difference but is like the midway point because uh, to be honest I, I I love Splatoon not that I've been able to play heaps of it for not having much internet connection for the last couple of weeks mm. uh, as much as I love the mechanics they're the the style of it, I'm I'm kind of eighty percent on the character right. designs. I'm a little. It, it's one of those things where it's like, ah, this isn't quite what I love. Like, yeah. and I can't even put it into. So was Splatoon? Was this? Did you say sorry? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, right. Um, but but you know, once I'm playing it, it's that good that I yeah. just go, oh, like you know, whatever. I I still love everything. About yeah, this. And then right. That, and then that gets me over the line and makes me like the style. More, but I remember right, seeing the yeah. initial screenshots of it when it was very, very first announced and going, yuck. And the fact that it was yeah. called Splatoon as well, but <laughs> yeah. all the rest of it just won me over so much. Yeah. But um, it is an interesting thing of, I think, where your personal line is between hmm. gameplay having to do all the work and then just something totally pulling you in with its with its aesthetic and its vibe. It, yeah. The way Persona 5 presents oh, yeah. itself really pushed me to... Uh, stick with that game for longer than I might have. Well, by yeah. all accounts, that's and I, I still am yet to go in. And now that I've got a bit more time, I reckon I will. Yeah, but it you need a fuck lot more time. Yeah, yeah. it's really crazy. Yeah, uh, it. Well, I knew I was going away a bit, and I was like, I don't want to get into it when I know I'm going to have to then leave it for two weeks and then yeah. come back and not remember what's going yeah. on. But by all accounts, the beginning of that is kind of quite boring. There's and like, without the style to accompany, it would be like, why the. F- Fuck, am I doing this? hundred yeah. percent. It's 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 uh, it's the most hacky of intros. Really, <laughs> right. it's like a flashback, like um, and it, it's very in media res thing where you don't. It's yeah, and it's very slow to 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 give you all of the um different things you have to do that you eventually end up having. Mm. Uh, it, it it really fucking holds your hand for a good fucking six or seven or more hours. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah, but totally. All of the way it's presented is so great looking and dynamic, and and the the music is fucking great. The music, yeah, it's it's the one of those. The voice acting is great. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, I, I mostly have the Japanese um, voice acting on now, but it's one of those Japanese <laughs> things where it's like, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> it's uh, the combination. It was just such a weirdo statement. I was like, there's too many, there's too many different calls to make here. Uh, well. You know, I just actually have the Japanese voice on, but uh, it's so I mean, dismissive. I have it in Dutch, but yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's pronounced Persona 5. <laughs> but like... <laughs> the That's the best thing you've ever said. <laughs> it has a, a that kind of Japanese thing of mixing like jazz 
and like a, like a high school drama. Like it's a yeah. weird combination of aesthetics. Yeah, that yeah. Is just so engaging. I guess you could say too. Like the last person to meet. Oh, never mind. That was gonna be. <laughs> Come on. The last person to meet jazz in high school was, uh, and then I was gonna try and think of the name of like one of them seventies. Oh, is this who, a is this a what was the first Doctor Who Doctor situation? <laughs> no, it, look, it's not important. <laughs> Um, yeah, Jazz I mean, is about the jokes you don't make. There's something about like... <laughs> At Timothy Clark. Yeah. Um, uh, Pokemon Go, I think, was a good example of like that. That's not a game. It's not yeah. anything. Yeah. Even, the, even the Geo stuff in it barely worked. For me, the map was always like playing catch up. Yeah. It did not work seamlessly, but people loved it because it... it the designs has, of the Pokemon look the, good. Yeah. The, and, in the over in the uh, our, our rival podcast, Hey Fam, yes. over in their group chat that Those I'm still a part bastards. of, <laughs> I pay them four dollars a month just to be able to defend myself <laughs> yeah. in there when they talk shit about me. There's a few people in there still playing Magic Carp Jump, which is oh, wow. one of the shittest. I don't even want to say played because it's yeah. it's barely a game. Yeah, but it just has a cute little presentation. There's a you know the fact that it's all centered around the most dumb fuck Pokemon that exists, mm. like that. You know if if that connects with you, but it, you know a lot of apps like that are like that where they they have nothing going on. Yeah, but it's just all about the you know it's all about the flair and it's all about the well. Know. And then there's the other side of it where like I've been playing a lot of uh, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, <laughs> which again is just not a good name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, neither's Adam. You know, that's a dull name. I think Adam's a good name. It's the oh, first thanks. name. It's it was the first, the first name. Yeah. Before, after God. God was the first name. What should I call myself? God. That'll do. It's dog backwards. Yeah. <laughs> dog. That's a good idea so for now. So, yes, dog so was the first name. Well, no, surely. Well, if God's the first, then dog's the second I name. guess so, yeah. Because yeah. it sort of is, it's already there. Well, it or depends how just... he did it. If he had dog and then he worked backwards. Ah, doggy style. <laughs> Jesus, um, but Jesus was like the fiftieth name. That's he, why I he'd mentioned done it. a bunch of other people before that. Fifty, <laughs> a huge number. But so, what the fuck was it? Oh yeah, that game doesn't look especially good. It's right. kind of bland looking, if anything. Yeah, um, it's quite just mute and very like uh, it bare looks bones. like all those ones yep. that like what are they like rust and yeah, all yeah those. it does it just, a bit you could just show Jay-Z. me that and say that it was yeah. the same game because well, it's got the it. same sort of lineage of yeah, them right. and yeah uh it but the gameplay in it is so good fuck who was that guy that i was obsessed with do you remember it? that guy that i was really into for a while the guy who was doing who would <laughs> which fuck one with, the guy who would fuck with people on those oh games. mike whitney <laughs> <laughs> The guy would fuck with people on those games and record himself. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Dan from Second Life or something. Yes, yeah. Yes. I wonder if he's getting into player unknowns, but it sounds oh, like the sort so. of thing he'd be in on. Do there's you voice a, chat? There's a lot of fucking people he doing must streaming be doing stuff, stuff on with that. that. He there, must be punking people on that. It is the most popular streaming game at the moment, I think, because it yeah. is fun to watch as well. Because totally. It's it's really good at uh, creating these tense and and weird and interesting situations. Yeah, and uh, it's I've never had a multiplayer thing be as satisfying as this game is, where wow. you really feel like you earn every victory, mm-hmm. and every time you fuck up, you're like, ah, I know exactly what I did wrong. Then right. fuck me, I'm gonna try again. Right. It's it's really really good, and I, it, everyone should give it a go. It's, it definitely won't be everybody's uh, cup of cup of cup of milk, but uh, <laughs> it um, will. <laughs> I just looked up Daniel from Second Life. Doesn't look like he's discovered oh, no. uh, player unknown. Send him a message. Yeah, right. He's been doing a bit of G mod. 
Do you know what that is? Gary's mod. Oh, Gary's mod, yeah. It's, uh, it was a thing for Half-Life 2. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's still stuck on that. Uh. Sounds like this, yeah, this player unknown's battleground. God damn it. I can't believe I have to say that. Yeah. It's, it's, well, you could call it PUBG. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to. That's better. <laughs> <laughs> Just sounds like a lame dude from a shit job going like, you want to go to the PUBG, man? <laughs> no, I don't, David. It's Ali G's brother. <laughs> David's like yeah. the 413th name. So nah, that was, was like probably the third the or Bible fifth early. or something. Um, Assassin's Creed also has terrible interfaces. That that was the thing with Assassin's Creed where it's like, yeah, I just want to be in medieval times being an assassin. And, and even the interface was like, oh, this is like shitty late 90s computer hacker stuff. Which yeah. was like... The other half of the aesthetic of that game, to yeah, be fair, but yeah. Well, that, I guess that's another thing. Like that aesthetic was something I had to work past to enjoy the other aesthetic, which seems to be the predominant thing uh, way that people felt about those games because yeah. they slowly drifted away from like yeah. doing any of that. Yeah, really. Yeah, it. Uh, what uh, like in the olden days of like two thousand and three? Ah, yes. Um. Games, as a rule, had really shitty interfaces. Yeah. Partly because they had to be so big to work on CRT TVs because you didn't have the same resolution as you yeah. did. But, uh, like, there was a lot of real fucking Comic sans shit going on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And stuff back in those days. Love yeah. a good interface. Oof. Like, just, I know you, it's one of the few things I think you loved about the game was ARMS. Just, you'd turn oh, that thing yeah. on. Just, just selecting something from a menu, you get that whoosh. You're like, <laughs> yes, I'm in. Yeah. This is so good. Yeah, Nintendo's user interface designers are fucking great. Like, yeah. all of the games that have come out on Switch. Yeah. Oh, Mud on. <laughs> <laughs> I like a little, like a, a little futuristic interface where when you click something, it goes twink. Like yes. those little yeah. noises. Yes. Yeah. Oh man. Um. So Binding of Isaac. Bear? <laughs> uh, it's, Bear? it's not out here yet, either physically or digitally. Yeah. Um. I've got a copy. Make me an offer because I do not want it. It's, it's got the manual. It's got stickers. Ooh. It's out on the PC and stuff as well. Right. Maybe but just, on Switch. Justine. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna start this new segment where. If I've bought a game for the sake of this and yeah. I don't like it, hey, someone will want it. Yeah. So also in this category is Mafia 3. Oh, yeah. Make me an offer, bro. Yeah. Ukulele. One you can't refuse <laughs> for Mafia. You wouldn't be able to refuse the offer yeah, for Mafia. Yeah, you did stumble uh, no. over like the word the, refuse, like that, though. Yeah, mate, because I, no, I got excited. <laughs> I was ready to go. This is the perfect joke. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you go back to the jerk store? Ah. Uh, yeah, Ukulele, Mafia 3, and Binding of Isaac. Oh, yeah. Make me an offer. Yeah, Save I, me some eBay fees yep. I'll give you uh, What can I give you? I'll, I'll give you Firewatch um, I'll give you Oh, but that's digital Yeah yeah. No, they have to be physical games, you clown <laughs> <laughs> uh, I still have an unopened copy of Mass Effect Andromeda there You, <laughs> you could probably oh, yeah. have that Yeah uh, I'm going to try and get around to that one day Yeah, me too But apparently the multiplayer is really, really good Yeah I, I genuinely, I really reckon we should start doing this. Games that we don't want. Yeah. Let's sell them on the show, and we'll throw and we'll throw something in. Yeah. yeah. We'll write you a little note. I'll do your drawing. I'll do I, whatever. Yeah. I'll, I'll put on some lipstick and kiss the card. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I bought a box of Sultana brand. Oh. And that wasn't as good as I remember. <laughs> I'll tuck my dick in between my legs, and then I'll take a photo of me dressed up like a woman, like yeah. when Bugs Bunny used to do it. Yeah. Or Buffalo Bill tucked in between his legs. <laughs> he permanently did. If you look at the cartoon, you eh. can't see any dick. You know what this means? Eh. Where's my s- cock? <laughs> stick that dick in between my legs. <laughs> Otherwise, Elma's not going to buy it. By the way, my voice has changed <laughs> slightly. Oh, how did Bugs Bunny sound? Yeah. Yeah, like that's that. right. Eh. 
I'm a no, real wait, wise guy. Nanny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's up, Mr. Sheffield? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I, I uh, and, you know, I was sitting next to someone on the plane. I tell you what, I was embarrassed to be seen playing it. Yeah. I'm throwing tears at a fucking pile of shit. Yeah. Well, you know, pressing I, the call attendant, <laughs> the flight attendant. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, what so I did Tommy, do. Tommy. Before you go on, mm-hmm. obviously there's something you need to do at the end of this discussion. You need to rate this game. <laughs> oh. <laughs> See how annoying this is. To okay, be? on the now when you say annoying, is this like you're using it like, like in a different way? Nah, man, it's not slang. It means real fucking annoying, baby. Okay, so on the fruiterous scale, yeah. it gets uh, one melon. Okay, well, I believe that it, I believe that equates to Tula. <laughs> It comes in at coming in at a tula on the con the fruit or a scale. So what? Just just for our uh, stats freaks who are definitely making a spreadsheet <laughs> based on this. Is this a is is there a is there a spreadsheet program on this earth that can handle this kind of volume let's, of, let's, of, of data well, that, we're, that is going to need to be present? It's, this is based on video games, Con the Fruiterer and stats. Let's get Peter Jones on the this phone. Is gonna, this is going to need to be like a minority report thing where it's like a three-dimensional <laughs> screen that you can kind of spin around and the cells kind of go all the way through. Yeah, or, it sounds like a lot of work. Let's not do it. Or it's one out of five. But Yeah, yeah what was your original question? Uh... <laughs> I don't remember. Did OJ do it? I think yes. <laughs> what yeah. would what would Kylie Mole have to say about this game? <laughs> See, he likes it. Uh, he likes it. See, now I don't like it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so one out of five. It's we'll revisit one, it's it a, later. It's a one for me. When you don't uh, play hey, it again. We'll come back next week and we'll, you know what? We'll be able to hear that. But will the lights be on or off? Who's to say? We'll find out next week. I want to believe we'll continue with this rating system. (laughs) (laughs) Knox genuinely hates this. (laughs) Genuinely. Like, for the listener at home, I want it clear, this isn't a bit. Yeah, his arms crossed and he's grimacing. (laughs) He's not smiling. He's not pretend angry. He's grimacing in the, like, I want this to be over (laughs) sense. Oh, God. I really was, wasn't I? <laughs> yes. Well, congratulations, mate. You've just signed your death warrant because you not liking it this yeah. much means that it's happening every week. I think it's Welcome more than I... the rest of your life. <laughs> I think I hate us just giving the game's ratings more than the system. Yeah, yeah. I know. I don't, I, that's the thing I'm like, I don't understand this, but let's make it worse. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what I did do on the plane was I finished The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild mm. because I, yeah, I, I've, I've talked on this a bit that I've had a bit of, I've just been a bit anxious to finish it because yeah. I didn't, I didn't want to come to the end. Um, but I sort of went, you know what, I'm going to do it. This has been a fun trip. I'm going to, this has been a nice way to cap it off. Yeah. And yeah, I had heard that it was a quite an easy task especially if you've done all four of the Divine Beasts. Yep. And the people who said that were not Whistle and Dixie <laughs> because... Even for I, you, a, a, a renowned yeah, shit games a, player. A renowned <laughs> shit cunt, yes. <laughs> I like Because I, that was the other thing. I thought, oh, this will take... Like, I'll probably... It'll take a few goes. This will eat up some time of this long flight. Yeah. It, I mean, we'd barely taken off. It, it Fuck. Yeah, it, it was... It, yeah, the Divine Beasts... <laughs> barely taken off because they kept saying over the thing, hey, someone's using electronics. <laughs> yeah. Can you please turn it off? It's been seven hours. And I'm on the phone as well. <laughs> yeah. Mom, it's so easy. You're not going to believe it. Mom. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, uh, yeah I, I, I finished it. I didn't. 
like I did I didn't feel like the easy the ease of it impacted my enjoyment of it. Right. How the, did you how did you find it? Because what, I, I still thought everything that was going on, I was like this is just cool. I yep. like how it all looks. I really like the second part of it. I thought was an interesting surprise. Not for anyone who's heard me say this now, but well, for so me, I guess this is kind of spoiler spoiler territory. But we'll just talk about this. Yeah. But also, do you care, Ben? Uh, no. And the okay. story in Zelda, who gives a shit? Oh, if it's story based, then absolutely no. If you want to, <laughs> if you want to skim over this next bit, though, then uh, skip forward a, uh, a couple of days. Are you happy? No, that's uh, way too far. I'm joining. <laughs> just do thirty seconds. You <laughs> fucking idiot. <laughs> Wait, you think we're gonna? So they've fast forwarded a couple of days, which means that we do this for a couple of days, <laughs> yeah, and then some. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I need so to go to bed at some point. <laughs> the bit where you, the bit where you climb. Up like through Hyrule Castle is good. That was cool. Yeah. I, I, I've actually started doing that. Yeah, yeah. Cool, and cool to sort of for for yeah be in an area of the game that is like different. You know, you're in a you're in a big hat like it, it's you're not in a like big house sort of seen in the game. Before. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They should have called that game House Story, <laughs> <laughs> but they <laughs> starring Hugh Laurie. But they um, you climb up and that bit's good. And then the actual fight against Ganon, I kind of didn't like the representation of Ganon in this game. Oh, really? Right. As much as some of the other. I, I liked it when he's a scheming a, wizard. A, a dude, right. yeah. 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 More, yeah. And he's just this sort of like manifestation of evil, like right. this, this I, pig boy. I, yeah. I guess that's just them at this point just trying to, they're shaking up everything else. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, oh. I, I thought that was kind of cool. There's plenty of room to come back to him. Totally. That and in the future. if they're going to do it, I would like to see the, him in like the Wind Waker was good where... Yeah. It almost seemed like he was this political schemer on yeah, one yeah, level yeah. too, right. which I, I like that, but you would want to tie a whole thing around that. But I will sure. say the way he's represented in all the Divine Beasts, it would be weird if you'd gotten to the end and then he's and just... he's just like, dude. hello, my name's Frank Gannon. Yeah. yeah. I, I mainly got here through wheeling and dealing. <laughs> I, like that, I, I like that he's this kind of like ephemeral... Like mm. it's not even like a him or a, it's just this it's kind of this big pl- fucking it's this presence. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. I thought that was kind of yeah, like a cool the smoke monster from Lost. The, the problem is, I suppose, with that thing that it's cool to have this big presence, but then at some time, at some point, you got to make him look like a spider. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? So it's when they get reduced to their physical form, yeah. that then they don't have the benefit of being this this spooky real thing. Or being this un- untouchable, weird, conceptual thing. Yeah. They kind of sit in the middle. You know yeah, what I mean? Totally. Yeah, totally. You're right. I did think, like, I did have, think have all, Im- all the rest have taken on these clear forms. Well, what's this going to be? And it's like, oh, it's a spider. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then it's a pig. Yeah. So, but yeah, yeah. the the music is is really good, and it's like this. It it does a good job Music's of like. Great. And um, at this point in the game, hearing new music when you're so used to right. that, oh, this is what happens when you do this and this. So that you know what really cool. happened to me. The bit where you oh God, I shudder to think. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, you ride you ride your horse uh, and shoot him up for a bit. This well, is like just the second very quickly. Bit. Let me say that you. I, I just thought I knew this was coming, but I still thought the way it all panned out was cool. And part of the reason I did it on a plane was, I find be it with movies or whatever it is, I like stuff way more if I experience it on a plane. Sure. And I've heard that's a common thing with a lot of people. Right. Way more forgiving on movies and stuff yeah. if you happen to watch them on a plane. Because you have no alternative of yeah. any activity. Actually, I was going to say I have the opposite, but I don't because I watched the whole series of S Club 7 in Miami twice. <laughs> <laughs> and it was only a three-hour flight. 
I watched it after I got off as well as the idea there. Oh, it wasn't a 1.5 hour series. No, no, no. <laughs> I kept, I did this twice on this trip. I would start a movie on a flight, not calculating how much was left of the flight. Yeah. So now I've seen, now I have to go back and watch the final quarter of Guardians of the Galaxy and Logan. Oh, yeah. Right. And which I will do because I enjoyed the bits that I saw of both. Yeah. Sure. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so, End of Zelda. You but just quickly, so the, oh, yeah. the, the way this fight starts, you know, you drop into the room and the fight begins and then, yeah, you know this is coming, but just the little bit where all of the divine beasts get activated. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought it was really cool. Yeah. You see this little glimpse of all the champions again and the way that they, right. you know, Daruk's like, give him hell, little guy. And the, yeah. and the you know, the, what's her name? Obosa. She's all sassy and the, yeah, I thought all yeah, that. Dumbass that water one trick. does some stupid water trick or something. <laughs> <laughs> God, I hate the water people. <laughs> he's, he's trapped in a tank at fucking SeaWorld trying to, <laughs> trying to get out. He's crying going out crazy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just, that's great. You can only ever activate three of the divine beasts because that fucking Zora cunt is just swimming around in circles. He's in gone black fl- <laughs> blackfish. <laughs> Our dorsal fins don't actually do this. <laughs> um. Um, but yeah, I mean, you knew it was coming. And it's totally. Simple. I just thought it was cool. And then like, it's that yeah. thing of like, oh, sick. They're all here to help. And then his health bar just goes, pew. Yeah, and, and, and the fact that it worked right. and did something. It, it, was it does like, do something, but it's like kind of a lame thing. But it, I guess it if you only something. get one divine beast and then attack him, then that affects you it. You can go straight there if yeah. you want. And yeah, yeah. There, but you, but you yeah. basically, they take off. All combined, they take off half. Yeah, yeah right. Like, yeah, you go and it's like, oh fuck yeah! Yeah, like, I've made a real dent. Yep. Yeah, um, so, so then, yeah. So then you fight him. It's pretty straightforward. Then you go <clears> into a field and you're riding your horse and you're shooting like glowing spots on him as a big uh, pig. Yeah. And then there's this very last little section where there's fire on the ground and Zelda goes, "Shoot him in this spot." And you'll fucking get him. I promise this time. And you're like, "Sick, I've got it, Zelda. Don't worry." But aren't you Zelda? No, yeah, mate, you have got it absolutely backwards. <laughs> Zelda is the doctor. The monster is named Link. Link. Um, so that bit, for some reason, uh, it just the little eye or whatever that opens up yeah, yeah. wasn't doing it. So right. I was stuck in that bit for like 20 minutes. Well, Fuck. okay, I it got just stuck going, in a very... Do, 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 do. I got stuck in a very And the music is looping well. in an eight-second loop. It was so fucking you, ridiculous. Yeah, so you 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 blow him up in the castle and then, you, yeah, you're in a field where he's like a big pig and you're, yeah. you're given a horse and you're You can be a big pig way. too. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, Zelda gives you a thing called the bow of light, yeah. which she says this is the way to take him out. I'll show you the spots to hit him on. These glowing things come up and you're meant to shoot the bow of light in there. Now... I had assumed that because she's – it's this big thing of here it is and you then get – it then says that you've got it. I just assumed that it was automatically equipped. Oh. So I'm riding around like a dumb fuck <laughs> with just like shooting a knight's these bow normal arrows at him with like <laughs> some piece of shit wood bow that I got from a forest oh. just doing nothing going, am I this bad at aiming? Like is – and then yeah. and then something clicked and I went – and then equipped the bow properly and did it immediately. But yeah. that was a good 15 minutes of me just fucking doing some sweet yeah. circle work of the old piggy. Oh. And then it ends and it's like, okay, time to rebuild. And then it actually ends. And I'm glad that the DLC is meant to be set after that. Mm. Oh, is of it? Of you going and rebuilding apparently. I think oh, that's they, cool. I think they confirmed that it was set after the end. Well, because yeah. it's, like, it's kind of that weird thing of a game. You know, some games will let you you finish and you start from the start or you can go back into the world again and it's new now. This when you just go back into your file. You go into your last save before the boss. Yeah, 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 totally. So it registers that you've finished it. You but get a little it, star you just go next straight to you. Back. Yeah. Um, I I thought the ending, 
and again, this is probably just from being more forgiving for the fact of being on a plane. Um, you know, the fact that it's all back to normal and the last thing that happens is Zelda turns to you and goes, wait, do you really not remember me? And that's yeah. the end. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, no, that like was When nice. the whole thing is about this guy being asleep for 100 years and collecting his memories, yeah. it's not some fu- – but I just thought that was – and again, maybe it's just – but it kind of – that happened I was like, yeah. fuck yeah. Like I just thought that was – I thought that was nice. It was like, nice. I just wanted to – like I just liked that world so much yeah. that I wanted to go and see all those people again being like, oh, thank fuck, it's over. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So, uh, right, I didn't know that about the DLC. So yeah. that's, that's so Apparently really cool. that's the idea. So, How does that tie into it all being about the champions? It sounds like you're going to go back to each of the place, each of the main cities – and be my guess. Would this is just my guess? Is mm. go back there, and then they'd be, "Hey, thank you so much. Here's another story about them, by the way, that you right. might like to reminisce right. about." Man, I can't wait for that. Like, I think that's yeah, that's such a. I, I can't wait to see what that is and how much there is in it. Yeah, I'm enjoying this a lot more for the last couple of minutes. I have to say, there's been some kind for of the- change in my mood. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I've I've started to feel a lot more relaxed. Oh, I feel weird again. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I feel really fucking. Oh, I just feel like I'm. Trying to pass a gallstone or something. Ow! It's the most intense pain I've ever been in. Ow! <laughs> oh, hey, Ben. Where'd hey, guys. You, where'd you go? Uh, nowhere. I was sitting here listening to you talk about fucking Zelda for <laughs> half an hour, it felt like. Uh, it felt like half an hour to us as well. <laughs> um, yeah, anyway, so, yeah, I, I mean, it does raise uh, something that I was thinking about was, because I've, I've heard that as a criticism from some people, that yep. the, too easy, not the satisfying. too easy. I didn't care at all, as long as what's happening is cool and interesting and, you know, it's, 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 it's such a cliche thing, but it is, to me, it's about the journey. I don't yeah. care, like, I don't want the end of a game to be fucking brutal to the point of like it being so frustrating and not fun like yeah i don't feel like a game should be for me personally the end well you know the last bit is the hardest bit like i'm yeah. kind of i kind of almost like being you know sidelined by something where you finish a game and you go kind of the hardest bit was halfway through like, yeah you know yeah it's not necessarily about difficulty i just i i do like it, when a game will go like, okay, you've learned all this stuff, prove it. Yeah, yeah, totally. So, totally. and I think the Zelda thing is that it's just you're so equipped to deal with it if you've done everything properly. There, I yeah. mean, perhaps you could say that maybe the boss, may, think, maybe the last fight could have done with a bit more of because in in all the uh, in all the Divine Beast fights, you're using the different Cryonesis things and right. all, all the different things, and you don't you, you don't you just Th- that could have been a bit yeah that right. could have been a bit cool if even even doing the divine beasts the puzzles that kind of stuff yeah. is like there good and been interesting a bit more in like yeah he now take now there's going to be a section of this boss fight fight where you use all of the um what are they called your little power things your the sta- um ru- stasis? runes runes, runes. Yeah. runes. Yeah. you know if there was a, a section where you use each and every one of them yeah. the, there's a there's a yeah a paragliding bit. There's a, a bow and arrow bit. But totally. also there's yep. so much of that in the rest of the game that exactly. maybe it doesn't matter. It's kind like, of a criticism yeah. of that game as a whole is that the combat gets a lot easier as you go on. Yeah. So right. I, it's just kind of a, a symptom of that. And yeah, I didn't have a huge problem with it. Yeah. But they're, like the best endings of stuff that I tend to remember are always more to do with the story wrapping up in a good way totally. than anything with the actual game itself. Yeah. yeah. Like obviously, like my favourite game, Final Fantasy VII, 
Um, the he hasn't brought this up before. I didn't know that was your oh, favorite game. Really? Okay. I feel like no, I'm but you've said it about a million <laughs> times. <laughs> the so the end of that is fucking really difficult. Like, um, if you there's like three bosses in a row and they're all fucking hard, right? Yeah. Yes. And and like the easiest way to get through those, which is still hard, is to do the chocobo reading, which takes fucking so long. Yeah. Like that is so right. tedious like and time pandas. intensive. They don't want to fuck. Yeah, and like you. you have to race them until they're fast enough and one of enough, one have have won enough races, right. and eventually you get a gold chocobo. Eventually, you use that to go to the corner of the map to get the knights of the round summon materia. That you still need to like. It's I've so never done any of this. It's so so hard. Well, and yeah. time when I was consuming. playing Ratchet and Clank last year, uh, Levin's saying to me, "Oh, make sure you get the Rhino cards. They're a little scattered throughout the thing, right? Throughout the game." I think you get five of them, and then when you've got them, you can get this special gun that is just fucking brutal. Yeah. And it makes the boss at the end a piece of piss. And right. I went, I'm absolutely doing that. And, yeah, through having the gun just wiped out the boss very easily yeah. and just didn't didn't think a didn't think a second thing about it. Didn't feel like I was shortchanging the experience right. or cheating. I was just like, no, I put a little bit more work in, and I don't want to spend because it's the worst thing when you feel like a, when there's a, the final bit of a game is just so excruciatingly difficult that you can't do it. Yeah, that you kind of go. Fuck, you know what? I want to finish this game and move on, but I don't think I'm ever going to be able to. And it's such a shame to get to not quite seeing the credits. Yeah. I remember having that a lot on games as a kid, and it's just so frustrating. It's yeah. like, I just want to be able to say yeah. that I've done it. I've well, done all this a, yeah. other stuff. Yeah. Like, I've earned it. With Final Fantasy VII, like, it's. It's really hard. That ending is really, really hard. It's easier if you put in an extra 30 hours to the game. Right. It's still hard. But then the thing that you remember, I barely remember those boss battles, but I remember the end of the story. Yeah. I remember that fantastic epilogue and where it's like the music is fantastic, it's very peaceful, and you're like, yeah, that, I w- that was worth it. And that's the thing. Any game that has a definitive ending is, ten- is going to tend to have a story. Yep. And the ones that I remember have that like – the Last of Us has a really good ending. Yes. Uh, yeah. And that's all based on like the final dialogue scene. Yeah, yeah. Or the last couple. Yeah. Uh, well, weirdly, like Dark Souls doesn't have... It's got a real nebulous story, but I liked the ending of the first one of that, that where every boss you do throughout that game is bigger and bigger and more bombastic and it's now it's a fucking scorpion on fire and all this shit. Yeah. Then the last one is just a dude and there's piano music behind it and it's quite hard but it's not the hardest thing you've done but it like thematically is this change of pace right that works really well yeah the the last th- the, the ending last of the goonies <laughs> <laughs> the last two the uh, super mario 3d world oh the 3D. ending of the matrix where fucking neo flies off oh uh, inception what's going to happen with the spinning top <laughs> yeah, guys yeah man yeah the super mario 3d world and the 3D end l- sorry <laughs> uh, the end of this podcast the 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 two final Bowser things in that those games were not trying to challenge you too much. They did the bits where they got a little tricky, but the yeah. b- final bosses where again you can knock them off in one go, but they're kind of cool spectacles because yeah. you basically kill Bowser about five times in a row, yeah. and he keeps coming back, and he's like now he's a giant cat, and now he's like a skeleton, and right. at one point you're kind of looping around the top of a tower, and it's not yeah, it's 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 not 
about feeling like, and you do still feel like, oh fuck, I could, you know, I better be yeah. careful here. Yeah. But it, it, the fact that it just ramps up and just gets, just becomes more visually impressive and more. It's more of a climax. Yeah. And by it, the end, it, you go, thematically, wow, that was a great ending. Like I, that, yeah, that yeah. was like a great final boss fight because visually, it's more about the game. Kind of throwing everything it's got at you, giving you I a last little treat at the end. What's well, the end but, of Unch- the, What's the end of Uncharted Two? The where end- you're trying to kill a fucking yeti or something, uh, the, shit like well, that. Well, the ending, yeah. ending, just quickly of Super Mario 3D World. Mm. After you do get like all of the shit, and the very last level is really fucking hard. Oh, that bonus thing that opens yeah. up is fucked. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Like I hated the very that. last thing, I I didn't end up doing it. I did yeah, everything same. else in that game. Um, but yeah, the ending Uncharted, of Uncharted is two, the yeah. final boss. Well, it's like all a, their endings are a bit. Fun. I was going to bring up the whole series. Yeah, like yeah. is this the first one where they didn't have some kind of full-on supernatural bullshit in four, it? Did four? What did four? What was the ending of four? Four's you're in that pirate ship. Oh, and that dumb. Oh, the sword fight. fight. The sword fight. Yeah. Where you, a mechanic that's not in the rest of the game. I, that's the worst. Shit I hated is that. Yeah. when they do something again yeah. where it's like, okay, now here's this fucking half thought out. I thing. hated that yeah. so much, yeah. and I found it so finicky. And I, I I don't know that I fully finished Uncharted 3 ever because it was right. like oh there's fucking ninjas now and they can phase around well 3 was like I, if I remember it right at some point it was like all that shit was a hallucination yeah right because of some drug that you were taking yep um, probably a real cool guy if he's doing uh, that um, oh, yeah. just yeah the first the one was zombie Nazis yep second, second one was, one was uh, those blue guys yeah El Dorado yeah you're right guys. like yetis oh there was a yeti earlier is it fucking yeah, yeah it's some um, and yeah. you're in a cave you're in a cave with him and he's just... Now, this is the real cave story. That was like you're halfway a, through the game, though, that Yeti. And then later on you get those blue guys. Yeah, Shangri-La. Yeah. You're in Shangri-La. Yeah. And they're... Yes. That was... In yeah. Two, yeah, in two. Uh, yeah, what is it? You're, you're just yeah. running around in a cave trying to shoot a thing. There's some it's blue... It's just yeah. so no, At the end, you're, you're running through a collapsing ancient city yeah. and there's blue guys there. The ending of Mass Effect 2 was fucking stupid. Oh, where, I liked it. Oh, man. I thought that was so dumb. Where it was just because you're fighting these reapers, and they're like, and they've made one, but it's a dude. Yeah, he looks like a big skeleton uh, man. That was <laughs> I found that really silly. But the whole ending, the whole ending of Mass Effect Two, where you have to make certain choices. Yes, that shit was great. That's just that fantastic. very last boss battle was stupid. Yeah, yeah. But and like I, I pref- the ending of Mass Effect Three was fine. Yeah, People I really liked it. Complained about that at the time. But. Yeah. Well, this kind of feeds into an email that we got uh, from Oliver who says, I, for one, am a huge fan of fighting games and survival horror, with Resident Evil being my favourite. So getting those critical head-bursting shots in Resident Evil or winning a match with a pixel of health left in Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter Mm. are up there for me. Question, what are some of the most satisfying moments in video games for you? When you come. Next question. (laughs) God. (laughs) A bit brazen to think that we're going to do more stuff after you whip out a doozy like that. That's that's an episode ender if ever I've heard one. Uh, Battlegrounds, like I was saying before, is super fucking satisfying when you do well in that. Um, And yeah. Like with games like Need for Speed, those moments that will never happen again where, you know, a car is like, you know, Rolling across the track, and you've that'll never hit. happen again in a racing game. <laughs> well, like you know, that thing where like you hit the perfect you know, boost, yeah, yeah. you cut yeah. through two cars, you hit the front, you win the race. Like those kind of moments, totally. Are the, yeah, and that's the fuck. That's what Battlegrounds is. Every time you play it, it's those yeah. little fucking stories. My yeah. big one at the moment with Splatoon, when you get to the end of the match, and it shows you. The first thing it does is it shows you the top-down view of the map and how much ink right. there is. And then it kind of... It Fills them up a little it bit. It teases you out for a little bit before it lets you know who's won. Uh. But there's some where it's just obvious. And <laughs> if it's you and it comes up, that moment of looking at it and going, 
You fucking little ripper. Like, yeah. You don't even need to add it up. You just know. Sometimes yeah. they do the thing because they each filter like 20% or 48 something. 48 or f- yeah, and 40 something, yeah. Sometimes it'll blow their number back down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From the minimum. Yeah. Which is that, cool. That little moment where you're waiting, but you know it's you. Yeah. That's a great feeling. I used to really love the thing of when uh, a Pokemon would evolve. Oh, yeah. That little yes. noise it would yeah. make, like a dibber dibber. Yep. Little. Um, my mouth filled up with saliva. <laughs> I think because I was remembering that 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 <laughs> that cue, that yeah. feeling, and I was just, I got like, oh yes, started foaming at the mouth. But you know, yeah, it made that little noise. And I, well, I think this kind of ties into it's kind of a similar <laughs> feeling. Gross. But the thing that the thing in video games, no matter what the game is, if I'm enjoying it, the thing that gets me the most rock hard in gaming yep. is just unlocking something new. Yeah. Just that, like in Mario Kart, when you collect the coins in the in the Grand Prix and get into the end one and going. Hey, you unlocked a new piece of a cart or an, or unlocking right. a new character. See, I don't I fucking <laughs> love getting that notification of like, hey yeah. man, go back in there. There's some new shit waiting for I, you. I yeah. don't tend to feel that way. I don't care about achievements or trophies. I, honestly, for me, it's like it's dumb things like when you're in Skyrim and you like you can't get up that mountain. Yeah. You keep going diagonal and diagonal and like back and forth and back and forth until finally you get to the top and you look over the other side and you're like, finally I got to the top of the mountain. Those are the things that are like satisfying right. to me. I'm not like saying those I care about achievements and trophies. I'm saying like I feel like you are that you, <laughs> some, um, actually something that you like even in just little things in Cave Story when you get up to a bit where it's like someone gives you a new gun yeah. something that is now going to change the experience of the game for yep. you ever so slightly where it's like oh cool I can't wait to see what this this one does and it's yeah. like that with unlocking characters of like Oh wow! I had so much fun doing that race, and now I can go and do that with a with a different character that I couldn't yeah. use before. Like yeah. that, it's getting those little notifications of you got a new thing in this game that you big, can use in it. That's what I love. Big fucking story beats are the things that tend to get me the yeah, most. Yeah, yeah. Like I remember the old the older Halo games used to get me with the endings of like the one and three, I guess, mm. where you'd have to do that last like fucking drive away from everything. Yeah. That was always really cool. Like the music was good, and like when everything ties together like that in a real cinematic way. Yeah, all the old Metal Gear games, all that sort of stuff. When something's real fucking, I guess I'm saying I like well-made things. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like when the story does some cool peak climactic moment. Yeah, right. I think mine it. are more like the ephemeral things that will never happen again in that exact yeah, yeah. particular way. That's uh, everything, man. I just love life. Yeah, that's the way it moves. <laughs> but baby. like, yeah, I'm not great at platformers, and so like when you get past that ridiculously hard level in Crash Bandicoot or whatever, that's like the oh yeah, fuck, I I I'm satisfied that yeah. I yeah, get that, that feeling of finally clearing the ledge that's taken yeah. you I'm like with, a half a day to do. Yeah. yeah, I'm with you though, Ben, in the way that I've never re- like unlocking shit and yeah. And, just that sort of visible progression has never really Yeah, totally. Like, to leveling me. up is just, like, a but means then, to an end. But oh, then I you're big it. into, like, the games where you've got a big old checklist. Yeah. Which is a strange... Yeah. But that's. Thing. I think that's less of, like, being feeling great about getting a trophy. It's more like using a checklist as a way to get me going around the game world and doing yeah, stuff. Yeah, sure, right. right. Yeah. You know what I do find very satisfying, like we were just saying, when you've spent, yeah, maybe a couple of hours just trying to do this one bit of a game and you just cannot do it. Yeah. And so you go, oh, fuck this, I'm putting this down for now. And then you come back a day or two later and you yeah. just do it instantly. Oh, with boss the fights. Always with boss just fights. When you knock yeah. it and you feel like... You sort of go, I'm going to pretend that two-hour session just didn't happen and convince myself that I did this first go. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna hope that my brain has just like made the connections with the neurons. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to uh, pretend like I'm just... Because yeah. you, you yeah. reach a point where you're doing it again and again and again where it's just like, 
if you get through it, it's just like, you fucking finally. Whereas when yeah. you come to it with fresh eyes, you're like, oh, I actually enjoyed doing that. Yes. Instead of just being like, yeah. good, good, I've done it. Totally. The Dark Souls slash Bloodborne games yeah. are yeah. very good for the good version of that, where when you do something, you're like, fuck, I actually earned it that time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good on me. God I deserve of, a treat. God of War, <laughs> I've only played three, but that was a great game in where you really did have a gradual and like logical progression of like you just getting better with the the controls like that you just got those, faster and yeah but it has crazy fucking set pieces too, totally totally and yeah. it's like it's paced so well that you get thrown these great like meaty bosses Love where you are boss <laughs> sequel to baby boss <laughs> <laughs> or boss baby oh well whatever <laughs> Okay, I'll tell you what. We'll get rid of the rating system if you stop doing shit like this. <laughs> Forgetting the names of things? <laughs> yes, exactly. Drive um, me crazy. I'm never going to do it. Uh, you're like a regular old um, Jimmy... Uh, yeah, what's yeah, his name yeah, over there? Yeah, the doorbell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, we have uh, two more emails here. Do we... One of them really ties into what we were just talking about a little bit with the, with the uh, bloody um, feeling good about unlocking stuff thing. The the gambling stuff, which the is news as well. Okay, oh, yeah. okay, uh, yeah, yeah. This comes to us from Tom, as you've certainly seen and spoken of before. We're seeing more and more in-game purchases, sometimes pay to win, sometimes not. My trouble is, I fear in-game purchases are going to keep becoming more integral parts of our games, since games companies are into getting as much money as they can. Do you think people will stop putting up with it at any point? Mm. And how many people would it take to change anything? I like that. Particular detail. Yes. Um, 3,642. Yeah. I feel it's bugging me more and more whenever I see it. Uh, oh, and he says, uh, that's all I wanted to say. Thanks for reading, boys. Always like it when someone thanks yeah. you for reading. Yeah. You're, you're more than welcome. Yeah, I took the time out of my Tom? day to read it. No, well, you didn't really read it. it. You got, you just had it dictated to you. I read it earlier. Oh, well. I mean, I read it before that. <laughs> I believe I was the one who copied and pasted it into the document <laughs> we're using. I, was I the... believe you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> I, I wrote I it. I wrote it originally. Okay. I'm Tom. All right. That's me. Wow. I was Tom from MySpace as well. <laughs> are you, are Tom. you Tommy Dasselow as That's well? That's me. Mm. Wow. I'm a big idiot. Oh, no. See? Oh, and I'm ruined, right here as you've well. You ruined the recording with that well, peaking I, noise. Hey, watch I this. give this zero melons on the con the fruiter <laughs> scale. Um, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, to be honest, I don't really play too many games where that. That that sort of stuff happens. So right, I, I can't really. It is. It is. Was your, was your segue, Knox, that it, like paying for something takes away the satisfaction of achieving it? No, I think that there is an innate satisfaction in paying for something and unlocking it. That's exactly the same as achieving it. That mm. people are manipulating in the same way that gambling companies do. Right. To make people fucking spend a huge amount of money on this shit. Like it's mostly free games and it's mostly multiplayer focused games and it's mostly cosmetic things that you don't need. Yes. So in that way, I'm okay with it as a concept. Because it's Generally. like, well, it's you're not getting any benefits, yeah, exactly. Skill you're, wise, you're yeah, selling something that's completely optional, and so sure. of course it should just be your choice whether you want to buy that or not. Yeah, but they're not selling the items directly. The thing that's weird about it is is the gambling aspect to it. Yeah, like the new um, Middle Earth Shadow of War game is yes. going to have this shit in it. That's a big single player game that yeah. already costs you a full price to get into. Yep. And I'm sure that the actual developers weren't the ones who wanted it to be in there. It was probably a big like, hey, boys, how about uh, you put one of this in? I hear it's hot stuff. Yeah. No, you don't get it, mate. Uh, do it, I'm the boss. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm a baby. <laughs> How'd that happen? <laughs> um, yeah, in terms of this question, like it, it coming to an end, I, I just don't think it ever no. will. And like it's kind of a – I get what he's saying, like how many people would have to – 
stop Opt doing out it. Of well, the, just everyone. Yeah. Like, it, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. like there's still, if there's any money to be made, then... Well, and the thing they're doing, they're not looking for volume of people. They're looking for whales, right? And a whale is a real fat dude. No, it's a, it's not like... So, <laughs> say you have 100 players of a game yeah. with this thing. Say 90 of them don't buy anything. Nine of them buy one or two things. One of them buys Gets 100 everything. things. Yeah, yeah, okay. So, you, you he makes up for the rest of everyone yeah, else not doing right, it. Right. Yeah. He or she... But it's probably going to be a heat because <laughs> okay. for some reason I think I've read that gambling addiction affects men more than women. Okay. okay I feel sense. like I read that the other day. Mm-hmm. I you would know what? I probably just read the back of a box of shampoo. Yeah. I, I mean. <laughs> I get my shampoo in boxes. Great you fact. If it is in fact this? true. That's a gamble. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's some. It's it's that's the nefarious part of it that I really think is crazy because there's. So say Overwatch, that's a game that's rated, I think, like teen or whatever. Yeah. So you can play that if you're 13. You can buy loot boxes in it of stuff that isn't important but has this element of randomness to it that is gambling, essentially. Yep. And and so in Battlegrounds, you can buy things, uh, get them randomly, sell them on for – you can sell those items individually on like this Steam marketplace thing. Right, like uh, Diablo 2 and Diablo 3 yes. have, yeah. Exactly. The auction and house. people can pay real world money and yep. they can have real world value. Yep. Counter-Strike had this big fucking controversy where people were doing the same thing on like third party websites. Yeah, yeah. That's the shit that I find real creepy about it. Yeah. Well, not creepy because gambling exists, but it's Sure, it's but it's like... It's but gambling exists and it's creepy. So exactly. it's really yeah. filtered. But in, and and in it this normally case, exists in heavily regulated... Yeah. Definitely over 18. It's weird when you yeah. see that's become a new like uh, uh, ratings thing, at least here in Australia on our classification board that I've noticed popping up more and more on a game that is is kind of a cartoony platformer. It'll be PG because it has a gambling If there's like yeah. a, is there, there's a bit in it where you play a slot machine and there's no real money involved, it still is yeah. like, oh, well, this is potentially – you know, it's worth warning because it is. It's triggering yeah. that yeah. part of you that maybe you go, "Oh, yeah, I love and, this." And totally. this is like, uh, like something like with a Call of Duty or whatever. It's like fourteen-year-olds who are like, it's easier to present to them a situation in which they go, "I have to have this gun. Yeah. I have to have this, yeah. so I can be on my team and be the best in my team, yeah. win the death match." And even it's if, yeah. yeah, even if it's just an aesthetic thing, people yeah. still go fucking nuts about it. Like, yep. um, uh, and imagine if sneakers only came in random boxes. Yeah, yeah. How many fucking fights there'd be? Yeah, remember those... Pokemon cards when they were big? Yeah, yeah. yeah. People yeah. were beating the shit out of each other for them. <laughs> yeah, toys and that was that just get. me beating up actual children when I was twenty-seven, my current age. <laughs> <laughs> when I was those uh, those those figurines that you get. That that they're in blind boxes. Yeah, I always find that weird because it's yeah. like I just want I just want a Bender Future Armatoy. Like, yeah. I, why right. am I, okay. Why am I gambling <laughs> on maybe getting? You know, I, that's such a weird angle to me. It's like, yeah, yeah. Like these cool toys. What's what's wrong with just letting people get the ones they want? <laughs> it's because it fucking works. It's because people really yeah. buy into it because it hits that dopamine part of you and and that little bit of risk or that little bit of like, oh, what's going to happen? Yeah, is yeah. exciting. Yeah. Well, Tom, I think it's very obvious uh, that we are all into it. We think microtransactions <laughs> in games are great. In-game yeah. purchases, um, bring it on more of them, yeah. I say. Yeah, I've Fuck microtransactions. My... By the way, we've got all our bonus episodes up for $1 <laughs> or more. <laughs> uh, uh. What do you say we wrap this up for another week? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. It's been a bit of a long boy. 
But like UA plugger. There we go. Um, thanks for listening, guys. All our bonus episodes and uh, all the ways to get in contact with us, filthycasuals.com. Uh, yeah, Thought let I us you. know. Oh, sorry. Filthycasuals.com.au. <laughs> yeah. You're know. back in uh, Australia now, Tommy. Oh, yeah, Don't forget sorry, the mate. .au. Uh, 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 .biz. Um, let us know uh, your... Don't go to filthycasuals.biz. <laughs> yeah. That's not us either. Okay. Say the real one again, Filthycasuals.com.au. Good. Let us know your examples uh, that you might have of games, um, the style winning you over more than the gameplay yeah. or vice versa or things that you just haven't been able to get into because of the aesthetic. Totally. Um, what games are you being like manipulated into paying more for? Like, um, What else do we talk about in this <laughs> Everything episode? I've ever bought at EB Games. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Endings, any, ah! Oh, yeah. Any endings satisfied. that you thought, yeah, do you yeah. want the ending to absolutely beat your ass? When has that totally. happened and you've been satisfied by it? Or yeah. what is and, some- and general most satisfying moments in games yeah yeah. let us know all of that we'd love to hear from you thanks so much for listening get on iTunes give us a review and all that stuff it does help us get up the charts and get more um, you know get more people coming in yeah thanks for listening and as we say at the end of every episode here of Filthy Casuals hope you enjoyed our conversation about satisfying endings (laughs) leave the coffin it's important This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone.